back for another episode after being away for so long. Hey, Woody. What up, E? How are you? Stroger is real. How has this pandemic been treating you? Well, first of all, according to a lot of people, the pandemic is over. New York is back in full force. Madison Square Garden was packed last night. 15,000 fans. Um, people don't wear masks anymore. Well, I still do. A lot of people still do. I'm still wearing mine. I do, but it's, it's, it's not what it was last year or three weeks ago. <laughs> Speaking of Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. did you see the fan who, I'm not sure the player they were like trying Trey to Young? spit on. Trey Young. But they accidentally or... Intention- would you say accidentally or intentionally like a young lady that was accompanying 50 Cent she kind of like reacted so I don't know if she reacted because the spray or the saliva <laughs> touched her or if she just heard the Somebody, sound of yeah. someone spitting and she just you know her natural reflexes was like ah I, mean, I didn't see the video but I, I've been hearing about it and um Again, it's going to get crazy. It's summertime. Everybody's getting let out their houses now. They're getting that free pass to get out pandemic mode. We didn't ease into this. We just jumped right into it. Right into it, Woody. So <laughs> no how mercy. you been? Oh, man. It's, for me, let's see what happened. Oh, it was a lot, man. I went skydiving. I was off for a week. So I went skydiving like about a week ago that you were supposed to go with me. Sidebar. Did you order the food? I am starving, but we can't eat right now because we're recording. So if we order, it's going to get cold by the time we're done. But if you order by the time we finish recording, remember I'm infamous for these sort of breaks? Oh, but the thing is, I'm pushing for time right now. Reasoning? Oh, I got here about 4.45. Okay. I thought we would be done very shortly. Maybe I thought we would have been done about an hour ago because currently about about to was pushing about to be eight seven thirty two okay and we were having issues getting this thing hooked up so after i let you struggle for a minute because you know you, you you were taking charge you know you're the genius you're the brains behind the operation i let you do you then i had to step in and solve the problem anyway uh, lying am i lying yes tell the truth to the people he's not telling the truth what is the truth the truth is that <laughs> we collectively figured out the issue. Fine. We did it after I called customer service. You called customer service or technical support? Either one. They serviced whatever we needed done. I used to work for a major communication I'm, company. Fine. I called. Okay. You know what? You write on this and I'm right on the previous issue we had with the computer. I called tech support. I saved the day. It's just facts. That's what So you were the one who were hands-on with the... Oh, I already gave you credit for that. I said you're the brains behind the operation. Okay, so... I just gave you credit. How much more credit do you want? You created a problem that I had to solve, and I gave you credit. But you were the one who was giving the representative extra information and were, like, confusing them. No, no. If the dude said the USB port, I'm like, okay, yeah, the green one. Just so he can understand, I know what I'm looking at. We both on the same page. I gave him a color as a reference. That's not too much information. If I say it's lit up, 
What if he's like, okay, maybe he's got his know which one he's looking at. So I'm like, yeah, the green port. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's no, not too much. Was, that's no, cool. he actually said, uh, I'm sorry. What do you? Say? That's not what he said. That and is then not what he I said. said what he, I already told him that the USB light was on. Ah, uh, you know what? We got into the situation because somebody didn't remember how they did this in the first place. <laughs> I will accept that responsibility. <laughs> that I kind of didn't remember how to set everything back up, but. We're back at it, and we're going to let bygones be bygones, and we're going to move forward from here. So, hello, everyone. And hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't just... First of all, you already said what I've been up to. What have you been up to? I was about to go into that. No, you, you said hello, me. everyone. You should have said hello, everyone, before you asked me. Now, everybody heard my business before we introduced them, so we're going to hear your business before we introduce them again. So, you want to know how... How you been? There's changes in your life, Yes. Yes, a very major change. So, I don't know if you remember on one of our previous episodes, I was talking to you about inheriting two cats. Well, the two cats came along with the home I purchased. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, how do you like your new podcast setup? Well... With the goal, we moved here for the goal of, because, you know, we're definitely everybody. We are definitely beginners. So we we tweaking here and there. So if you hear in our previous episode, we had like a little sound quality type issue. We were in a bigger space. And I got some advice from my brother. He said, try to narrow down the space, even if carpeting and things like that. So we move in to E's house. And we got a smaller area to see how the sound is. So far, we think it sounds a little bit better. I think it sounds better, especially once we close the door. Yep. And also, I'm making a mental note to speak slower. I did realize that. I, I... was going to mention that later <laughs> on, but I'm happy that you do realize it. Are you making an effort to do that, or is I'm, it happening naturally? I'm naturally a speed demon. So, for starters, if I get excited, I start speaking real fast, and I naturally speak fast anyway. Right. So, it's like I have to understand, like, okay... I got to make myself more clear and just, I have to just constantly make a mental note. So if I, if I kind of get off the rail, forgive me. All right. One thing that I do want you to do is I want, there you go. I want you to (laughs) get into the mic. There you go. And no pause. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What's happening here? Okay. So. I've been faring quite okay. I had uh, a death in the family due to COVID. My grandma passed away. I recall several months back. Yeah, January 25th. My grandma passed away from COVID. And um, besides that major change, you know, well, at the time my grandma had COVID, I would say a large portion of my family also had COVID. I think that what saved me at that time was that I closed on the house on the 10th. (laughs) And I think that that sort of isolated me from everyone. Kept you busy. And it's not because of the actual location, but it was more because I was here doing everything and taking care of everything. So I wasn't so much in contact with so many people, but 
a large portion of my family mm. simultaneously had COVID. Mm. Um, did you end up ever testing yourself for COVID or anything? Yes, I've had three COVID tests. Okay. I hope they were all... Yourself? I had two, and I did the antibodies. I tested positive twice for antibodies, which means I had it, and I did the swabs both times I came up negative. So Okay. But... Obviously, I had it before, but I didn't. I didn't have any symptoms. I, I felt fine. Are so, you currently vaccinated? Did you get the vaccine? No, that I'm trying to honestly personal choice. Again, if anyone wants to get vaccinated, you know they are providing it everywhere. You could just go and get it. It's a personal choice. I'm waiting it out because I'm very. I haven't. I don't really do the flu shot either. Okay. Um, I got a immune system of you know a real warrior, but. <laughs> Um, I'm again, my daughter, we have to have a conversation with my daughter about getting it and she decided she's going to get it. Okay. So, you know, she's 14 and they rolled it out. I was more into again, pushing out to wait till September. You no, know, her mother made some good points. And, um, I mean, I just made it cause you know, they just pass it out for kids down to 12. Right. My so son I, got it. Yeah. He got it. So He's I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of more on the side of let's just see how the wave goes first. But again, it's her body, her choice, and she heard both of our sides. We had a real discussion with her, and um, a couple of days later, she texts us, "Okay, we made my decision. I'm gonna get the vaccine." Now, from what I understand, that population, they had a strong outpour of the children. Uh, what is it? Uh, Twelve to fifteen. Mm-hmm. That a lot of children in that age category are deciding to get vaccinated. Why do you suppose that? I think it's they got the they got the mindset of just wanting to go about. So just like majority of us, we, we want to go out, they let you know, you know, if you get the vaccine, you can go back back to normal. And kids for them it's it's all about getting back to normal. So I think one of their main focus is just normalcy. So do you think they miss their friends? Definitely. I mean Think about it. They haven't been in, in person learning for a long time. Right. So that social interaction is a whole nother level. It's like, it's it's needed. Are you aware that my son spent his freshman year of high school online? Missed out on a lot. And it's going to, to him, like going back to be a sophomore, it's, it's like being a freshman, but at a sophomore level. Right. So it's, it's going to be different for him when he goes back. Okay. So let me ask you this. What do you think is going to happen come September and they're going to sort of have double, not double freshman, but a freshman that's a freshman, yeah. but a sophomore that's a freshman a, so on campus. A physical freshman. So he's it's a like freshman, he's a, freshman. Yeah, he's a physical, it's, it's, I think. Is that not what the term freshman Freshman is you're new. Yeah, yeah, you're out the gate. So how can a sophomore also be a freshman? How would we be able to represent the term that I'm trying to uh, ex- it's gonna yeah. if somebody asks me like, yo, you you a freshman or you know what I'm saying? Like right. what do you say? Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> like I'm technically a, I'm, I'm a, a sophomore, but I'm a freshman sophomore. <laughs> like seriously, what are you? So yeah, so what is my son gonna be I'm, in September? He's gonna basically he's gonna be a tenth grader. 
He's gonna just be a tenth <laughs> grader. That's it. I right? thought he's gonna be like, yeah, I'm in tenth grade. Like, yeah, well, you're a sophomore, friend. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a tenth grader, bro. Okay, okay. But I'm new here. Yeah, I'm new, right? <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely a change. My daughter's going to high school, and um, and I actually I'm excited about it because it, it she gets that in person experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, which would definitely would have made a difference for your son. Right. So the first year, it's like, okay, let me get a grip of things. You know, you get a lot of kids. That's you know, it's still gonna be new kids. But it's like a whole year went by without having to break into things. So do you think that it, it'll be better that there's going to be such a larger population that's new? Or do you think that's going to cause a little more work for the faculty? I'm more concerned academically, actually. Because a lot of these kids, when they were at home, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm in my apprenticeship and... I've I've used the advantage of being at home. Right. I've used the advantage of being able to open up multiple screens. Right. So I would say, uh, educ on an educational level, it's 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 gonna be tough, and because they 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 would have to really start putting in the work now, like right. really study, instead of you know being able to go on a uh, a laptop and refresh back to their notes right so i think being at home made it much easier for them i don't want to use the word cheat but get around certain type of work so I mean, so but my concern is do you think that this is going to give like the faculty more work like because i'm assuming that they're going to probably need like more guidance counselors because these sophomores that are going in and this is going to be their mm, first physical year in true. high school they need orientation, whereas it's assumed that if they're freshmen, they've already been orientated for the first year. So their second year, they kind of sort of know the ropes. But now it's like you're going to have two set. Of I was about children. to say the same thing. You made a great point. I was actually going to say you the have same thing. Two set of children that uh, need orientation that. So is it going to be like more counselors available or. I'm just trying to figure out how is this going to be uh, worked out. That's actually a good point. You, yo, I'll give you a dab. Let me give you an air dab. That's actually a good point because you actually have the actual freshmen and the new physical freshmen, right. the sophomores. So that's actually, yo, I wonder if the school system looked into that because like you said you're gonna, they're going to need to guide more kids. Right. Basically, their job just doubled. Right. Literally. For 10th and 9th. But so, I, let me ask you this. Do you also think on that note, they've been home for the past year? So do you think that it's going to be like a punishment coming back and it's like double whammy, double work? Or they've been kind of skating because they've been home? Well. Or do you think they've been skating since they've been um, home? Some of them, I mean, as far as what, the, the, the kids or the faculty? Faculty. It goes. It could slide into our next, you know, topic as far as people, you know, getting paid from COVID relief while still being home. So I went back to work. Probably I was out for three months. Yes, I was and as well. If it, it felt weird going back, to be honest with you, it, right. it felt weird because because I'm I'm personally more of a move around type guy. I like to be on the go as I as my day goes. Like being at home, I feel like I've accomplished nothing. What nothing about, at all. Nothing at all. What about you? 
Um, I'm a homebody. I enjoy being <laughs> home. I enjoy all the projects that I have going on at home. You can ask me later on about some of the projects I have going on. I see the plants. I see the plants. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> my new hobby. So as far as um that, like we say, you know, going back, a lot of people are choosing not to go back. And as, we, as you just was pointing out, as far as people getting that COVID relief, and it's like some people were actually making more being home than going to work. Right. So, like, what's your take on that? Like, how long you think this should last? <laughs> I'm saying this between clenched teeth. <laughs> because I'm seeing it. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> I don't want to come off as being a hater or... Um, I just don't want to come off as um, or watching other people's pockets, you know, but I just really feel that a lot of people have taken advantage of a lot of the relief packages that have been available out there due to COVID. And um, I don't know, I'm just like on the fence on that topic because like I I just know a couple of people who you know they get the relief like some people get this money and they've never worked in their life yeah and it's just like hmm <sighs> and once again I say this between clenched teeth because it's like some people do need it they need it but then it's like are you entitled to that Entitled per se, I believe as long you are a taxpayer. But this is what I'm saying: you don't contribute, and you've never contributed to Tax the dollars. IRS. But you are benefiting from COVID relief packages or package. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of gaps there. So, I mean, me personally, my parents haven't worked since the lockdown. Right. Then, then the hotel industry. Okay. So I look at it as you gotta you gotta start looking what industry these people are in, and they need to start creating a department where start saying, okay, is this industry back at work? Is this industry back at work? So when you file your unemployment, when you file for your relief, if you in that industry, you saying you haven't been back to work, you gotta prove that your employer has not contacted you yet. I think you kind of missed my point, though. I'm, I'm going to agree with what you No, because you're saying some say. people are benefiting from the system that have, that have not contributed from it. That so, have never worked. Exactly. So it goes to the point. So you're there's follow- no employer to contribute. Exactly my point. Now, if you can't answer that question, it means you have not been working. Right. Because you can't answer that. Now, you can't prove that. Therefore, you no longer can receive that money. Right. So it kind of like stops them right there. Okay. Woody hasn't worked. Okay, well, do you have to prove that your employer has not contacted you? How do I do that? I don't have an employer. I've never worked. Right. Or you, but then again, you got to look at, for example, if, you free, if you're a freelancer, you got to put down, okay, what has stopped you from doing what you were doing before? Because, you know, you have some freelancing businesses where certain things, COVID does stop you, where you feel an event planner. You know what I'm saying? You're your own boss, but you can't really throw events because... Venues are not open. Venues right. not you know, so certain things is these gonna, are people who 
have legitimately been affected yeah, due so, to COVID. So if you're getting this free money and you can't provide any reason why you should still be getting it, bye-bye. Right. So that that's just that's just my take on it. Uh, I'm not sure if it was an article. It was something mm. I read that said that uh, I believe it was Brownsville slash East New York mm. is... Uh, in the borough of Brooklyn have the highest PPP loans. Oh, yo. I got stories about that for days off of air, man. Yeah. That's You You, th- you thought your car warranty being expired was the last scam? Right. <sighs> PPEs are another level. Well, did you... I'm not sure. Did I send you an article where a couple of guys got arrested not too long ago mm. for PPP scams? A lot of people are getting caught. You have people actually... Like showing off when they got off their PPE loan. Yeah, these guys, uh, these guys were doing the same. They were like on their social media pages, flashing the money and cars. And uh, they actually have like pictures of them (laughs) withdrawing the money from the ATM, and then later on they're in their social media flashing the money. And I'm like, Fulio. They Takashi six nine themselves. Yeah, it's 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 sad. Yeah, I'm like it's. Sometimes, man, it's, it's it's hard to keep track of something good because it, it just gets out of hand. Somebody's always going to find a way to like really take advantage of it. But yeah, man, so that's what we've been up to. So now we're going to... I'm just showing him uh, the article that I was referring to. Two million dollars. So that he'll we can have something to reference. Yo, these, so these, how much was... It's eight men. Eight men. Ran two million dollar COVID unemployment fraud scheme. And yeah, that's great. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing no, at a, them. But, I'm laughing. Is it stupid? Like, yeah, and it's like a some pose with stolen cash. Technically, it's stolen cash because it's fraud. Right. Yeah, that's correct. And but then I, if you read further in the article, they said like one of the guys had was using his same home address. When he business? was filing, <laughs> when he was filing all of those, I believe that wasn't PPP. I think those were like unemployment. Was yeah. it unemployment it or were unemployment. those PPP? Yeah, so those were like unemployment scams. So one of the uh, culprits, he kept using his same home address. Like to me, that's just if you're gonna scam, man. I, I mean, I don't condone <laughs> condone being a scammer, but. If 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 you're smart enough to find a way to get around the system, be smart enough not to do something so simple and stupid to get caught. Right. Yeah, like you you got over the system. You, you used it to your advantage. Now be smart about it. Right. Oh man, that man got a whole fan with cash. Like he's really yo. Look at this. <laughs> well, Woody, I don't think the listeners yeah. can look at it. Bro, this but is crazy. You want to give them a little description of what you're looking First at? First of all, it's one dude. Yo, he had like racks on racks on racks. <laughs> he looking like he's a rapper from the nineties and just a bunch of cash with the big shades. His boys in the back just chilling. Then you got the middle picture. Where he this dude like he has like a literal fan of a hundred dollar bills. And he's just posting like it's like you, can, like you know how you actually have a fan open in church, like a black church, and you just fan <laughs> yourself. Did you did you see the ages of the uh Oh let's get to that? Oh look at this other one. His... The alleged suspects. Oh, they allege, yes. Right, look, look at this, this one. Please, at least this one has his face facing down, but they can still identify him because he has a unique hairstyle. Oh, he... <laughs> his his hunches are crisp and clean. How old Straight are these dudes? Straight out the ATM. Yo, I think they were like 18, 19. These joints to cut your finger, man. These joints look so crispy. 
Oh, yeah. You ever had a crisp, crispy money, man? That thing's a yeah. shop. Yeah, paper cut. Yeah. Ooh. All were released on $75,000 bond after the initial appearance in Brooklyn Federal Court. Wow. Federal. Wow. Federal is real time. Yeah. It's full time. Listen, federal is it's a full time job. <laughs> football numbers. Full time job. Okay, so now back to what I was saying is if you didn't contribute to the government, I don't feel that you should be taking advantage or benefiting from any of the programs the government has put in place. That's true. But since we contribute, that's what we do with our time and our money. I want to talk about my skydiving. Yeah, baby. Yes, Woody. So, how did that first tell? Uh, first, tell us what made you want to do skydiving. Um, I'm a height fanatic. I'm a. I like heights. I don't like like open space heights, but if it, as long as I have something I can grab onto, I'm into heights. Like I can be on a ledge. As long as I feel like there's some type of safety to it. it doesn't have to be 100 percent safe. But as long as there's some type of safety, are I'm, you afraid of heights? I am not afraid of heights. Do you remember that question? Where's that from? Your interview. From where? Into the apprenticeship. No, they didn't ask me that. You didn't. You were an ex. Are you afraid of heights? No, they actually didn't ask me that. Okay, so moving forward. Actually, yo, this there was somebody in my shop. She was scared of heights. She got on the list. She was shaking like crazy. Wow. They didn't give her a bad layoff, so she got away with that one. But. What? You know, all you thing you have to say is, I don't feel safe. First of all, you're in a lift, harness, everybody else is doing it. Safety co- safety guy says it's safe. Competent person said it's safe. Performance says it's safe. There's not much other you can fight with. What would an injury attorney say? But you're not injured. Yeah, but he would say it's not safe. No. Competent, they, you know the rule on the job site. Safe, remember, a safety person and competent person has to collaborate that is safe then after that it's just you just not want to do it right so I'm I'm like a hype fanatic so I wanted I always wanted to go skydive and I'm like wow like this is like this looks fun and I'm like yo I, I gotta do it and I put it I put a list together I invited some people I think you were on that list I, I think multiple times you were on that list was I? I even spoke to you about it did I not mention previously? I even texted you about it. Did I not mention? Previously I even called you again about it. About this, I even paid you a visit about it. <laughs> this whole new acquisition that I no e. What happened was you were scared. Just admit you were nervous. I was not scared. I'm going again. Okay. Are you down? Are you going to sponsor me? I don't have to sponsor you. Well, this is what I'm trying to... You make $3,000 an episode on this podcast, okay? Excuse me. I know, right? This is free. Excuse me. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> right. So, it was not a matter of... You were just not ready. You had a lot on your hands at the this time. This is what I'm, I'm trying to explain to you. All right. I, I understand. Have, I have a bigger fish to fry. All right. So, since E flaked out on me, I got like a... <laughs> I created a group chat. Like, Did you still have fun even though I didn't attend? First of all, it yes, was a blast. Yes no. exactly. It was. It was. First, this is why I was initially, honestly, I got up one day. I said, you know, I'm gonna go skydiving. I was gonna do it by myself. Right. And I said, you know, certain things are fun with other people. Right. So I said, you know, I mean, let me let me let me get a couple other people together. We can go. I reach out to several people. Yeah, man, I'm down. Oh my god, you know, you know how people talk. Yeah, let's do this, man. Hey, we definitely. Oh, let's do this trip. Let's. 
when the crunch time comes, uh, I don't know, man. Did you book your flight to the vacation? To Mexico? I'm waiting. I, I spoke to Warren about that several times. I'm going to give him the information right now because I sent him this information. No, I, I actually no, I'm went. Not, not you. Warren, he did. He did send it to me, but I clicked on a link. It went and allowed me to do something. And I spoke to I spoke to A about it. He talked as far as you know, he has that setup. He already has a setup. So you're definitely going to set that up for it. Okay. There's so a trip no, for you it. could continue. You can continue because my laptop works. Okay, we can do this after, okay. but I need you to listen to my story since I'm you missed to out. Story. But listen, so I put a group chat together. It started out with like maybe 12 people. Then it started dwindling down. Everybody, you know, uh, excuses here and there, legit reasons here and there. Some people say they were still down. I was trying to coordinate dates with everybody, and dates weren't falling together. I had to, I'm waiting on this person to get back to me. I said, you know what? I'm done. Right. I, I made up my mind. I know I was going for sure. I set up a date. I reached out to other people. I was like, May 16th, I'm out there. And my cousin confirmed. She just turned 18. She's like, oh, I do that, which was crazy. My daughter, who was 14, wanted to go, but she couldn't because you need to sign your own waiver. Sign your life away. So, you do you mean she wanted to go skydiving or? She wanted to jump off the plane along with okay. me. My little trooper wanted to follow me down the road. Did she accompany you? No. Okay. Because I was driving out there. After I set everything up, it was my cousin. Okay. And two other people. Right. And we got there. Well, after. I want to give a shout out to this place because they did make the experience pretty pretty good. That but... was going to be one of my uh, next questions, but go ahead. Yeah. So should I or should I not? Based no, on I my... was. I wanted you to. Uh, I was going to ask you the name of the place, but first I wanted to find out what made you want to decide this. But if you want to go ahead and name the place yeah. that you went, go ahead. So I went with Long Island Skydiving Center, which is out in Shirley, Long Island. Pretty good in place. Sherwood. Shirley. Shirley. Shirley, Long Island. What did I say? <laughs> Middle finger to you, man. So, <laughs> so I went out. Um, I set it up with them, and I got the video with right. the diving tandem diving, and it came. It, it came out a decent price, three forty three. Okay, that was and not bad. It was not bad at all, and I was like, you know, whatever. So we we went out there, signed the waivers and everything. But the days leading up to it, I was so excited. I was like, oh man, I can't for this day to come. Can't for this day to come. So when he finally, the day finally come, like, first of all, the night before, what was I the night before? I don't think I got much sleep because I was hanging out. Were you anxious or were you just like when you were in elementary school and you had a school trip the next morning? Like, it's more like, I need this to happen now, but I don't know what's going to happen, but I need it to happen now. So it was like the unknown. Yes. And I loved that. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. But I, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. So we drove out there. It was crazy. On my way there, I was going to finish signing my waiver, and I didn't. We just had to be there at 8 o'clock. So we got there literally at 8 o'clock. And I still had to sign my waiver. So we got turned away. We all had to fill in our waivers. So we probably didn't do anything until, like, maybe 845, 850. Okay. One of the scary things you realize when you're going to go skydiving is not the jumping. What is it? It's after you fill that paper out, they, they pull out a camera to record you. You have to hold up your ID. And you have to read several lines. It says, I, Woody Aladdin, know the dangers. This may lead to uh, uh, fatal injuries. Because what happens is you sign so many papers where you 
you cannot sue them if anything. Your heirs, as they would put it, like your children, your family, nobody, no one can sue. And if you do decide to sue, right. guess what? what? You have to pay their lawyer fees. So they make it real impossible for you to sue. Okay, so if you decide to sue, mm. you have to pay for the people that... You have to pay for the center's lawyer fees. So basically, like, if I'm going to sue you, I got to pay for your lawyer fees for me to take you to court. So... Well, they have that set up nice, huh? Yeah, because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty... Things can go wrong, which is a lot of people tell me, yo, man, you can die. A lot of things can go wrong. How much is it now? It went up. It was 1800 last time, wasn't it? Oh, we talking about the, our Mexico trip. Right. It was 1800 last time. How much is it now? No. It, it went up by... It was 1800 after everything was, was booked. Like the, right. Taxes and yes, fees and right. things like that. How much is it now? Now it's 1800 So then after taxes and fees, probably looking at maybe two. Hold on, because it says save up to 48%. So I don't know if they mean... Are we going to maneuver something off the air? Because I do want to go on this trip. Right. I'm trying to figure out why he didn't book it when he first had the opportunity to book it. I don't know. He sent me the link. I told you I tried to um, work something out with Avon because he's already going out there. Right. So, yeah. So, boom. After that, I was a little nervous. Then I got on the plane. Dude, the plane, it's a small, small plane. It's the pilot and you literally crunch up against the pilot, your instructor, and my cousin was in the back with her instructor, but it's like, we literally bunched up. It's like literally... Being like in a NASCAR, right? With like four, pe- five people. Okay. So the plane take off. As they taking off, the door is wide open. It's a door that can close, what but do you it's mean wide, wide open? open. It's a door that closes. You pull it down to close it. Like mm-hmm. it's like a wing open, and you just right. bring it back in. You guys can't see the motion I'm making. Like a Batman type of. Yeah, Batmobile type right. type type movement. Okay. And um, so I'm like, oh snap! This guy's like really not gonna like close his door. <laughs> So we like we literally like flying up. We get a little higher and higher. Maybe we probably hit a couple of thousand, like maybe a thousand feet or so, maybe two thousand feet. Right. The goal is ten thousand jump. It's like ten thousand feet we jumping. So they go up higher and they then go up higher. Come... Then he closes the door. Okay. So now the pilot's talking to me. He goes, "Yo, who organized this?" I was like, "I did." He goes, "He's like you." He's like, "Yo, he's like you're the man." But he's like, "Guess what?" He looked at me dead in my eyes. He goes, "Shit just got real." <laughs> I was like, "Wow." I know that's right. Yeah, you look at me. I was like, "What? Your shit just got real." It just got real. So as we flew higher and higher, he was pretty cool. Shout out to Jerry, the the pilot. Shout out to Sal, my instructor. And um, what happened is he actually allowed me to maneuver the plane a little bit. I did a nose dive. You feel like your heart just sank a little bit. Wait, what do you mean by he allowed you to maneuver the plane? Like he took his hand off. Right. And um he, he tapped me in my shoulder. He's like he's like, follow what he told me he looked at he's like, You look that's what I do. So he mimicked turning. He told me to grab I don't know what they call that. The 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 I'm not sure what it's I have called no idea either. what it's called. What you drive the plane with? Oh yeah, what you fly the plane. <laughs> so at this point I grabbed it and he's like, Yo, he slowly made like a right turn, slowly, slowly. So the plane was like literally tilted, like at like a forty five degree angle. Right. I'm like, Oh my god, like I kinda like felt the sinking happening. Then he made me straighten it back out, and at that point, he told me angle it up so I was flying higher. So I kind of felt like, oh my god! So like now, gravity. when you fly the, is it like reverse? Like if you go nah. down, it goes up. It, and well, if you go up, it goes down. To go to go down, you'll push in. To go down, yeah. Because I did a nose dive. In. You'll push in. Okay. 
and it's it's and then to go up, you'll like pull it back towards your chest. Okay. Like a straight back towards your chest. Okay. So after a while, then you know we getting we getting closer to our jump point. My instructor's like, no, we get we're gonna be jumping out any moment now. Are you ready? Because you know you still have an option to bail out, even if you're on the plane. You oh, get... so you can still say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you can, but you know what? Once you're on the plane, you're not getting your money back. I know that's right. So you might as well go through it, right? You might as well. So, bet. So I'm like, yeah, I'm all good, man. Blah blah. So he starts, you know, saying, putting, um, strapping everything in. I was already strapped, but he just started hooking onto me. Okay, so when you say that you're strapped, but he's hooking onto you, explain well, that. I have my full harness on. I don't have a parachute. He does. Okay. Because he's going to be on my back. So okay. me having a parachute is irrelevant at this point. Okay. So I already have my harness on. He has like clips. And he just clips onto my harness hooks. The harness has like six latch points. Okay. So I think it's two by your thighs, mid waist, and two on your shoulders. So sort of like the harnesses that we wear on the job. Yeah, but this one is like super secure. Like they really make it fit super tight. Like, okay. And because once the parachute releases, it kind of like yanks onto you. So you don't want it too loose. Now, were you wearing your regular clothing? Or? Yeah. Actually, I had these pants on, actually. I love these pants. They okay. So it, it wasn't like you had to... Um... You got to empty out your pockets completely. Um, They give you like a face mask thing that, like, that goes over your... You know, like the neck ones, the crew ones, like these. Right. This is actually, actually it, too. It's pretty handy. Um, So, boom, we're getting ready to jump. So he opens the door. I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm so excited. And you're looking down, like, it's, you see, like, it's just, everything's just so beautiful. And he tells me to, um, oh, I look at that up after. Wow. So he tells me, he goes, yo, you ready? He's like, I'm going to need you to step out. Stepping out means literally just stick, because there is no, there's nothing to step out to. Right. But they have, like, a little step, I guess, for him to really, like, gain balance when he steps right. out. But me, I'm stepping out to midair. So the minute I stick my foot out, I feel nothing on my right foot. But my left knee is still on the plane. Right. Next thing you know, he moves too. Next thing you know, I'm like, woof. That you feel like quick drop. Like, you know that quick roller coaster yes, drop yes, at your hover hoop? Yes. But that split second and half, I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit. You braced yourself. <laughs> I braced myself, but I was like, but passengers. In, a, in an instant. Brace for impact. Yo, that impact was beautiful. It was but beautiful. in an instant, because I was looking forward to it, like, I was not scared it kicked in. I'm, you see my video. I was, I was yes. flexing. I was screaming. I was like, yeah, baby, yeah. And I'm just licking straight because they tell you how to like position your body, chin up, banana with the feet, like kick your feet out under. Right. So it was it was pretty good, man. The free fall itself is by about 15 seconds. Okay. You feel that force just coming right at you. And um, then after that, he pulls a parachute. He talks to you. He has a camera on his wrist. So throughout the time, if you get the video, which is pretty dope, I suggest if you do it, get the video. And, you know, he lets you glide the parachute after a while. You pull, you does a quick spin. You, it's basically when you, as you gliding through the passage, like basically sitting in a chair. Right. And you just seeing everything happen. It's like, it's so beautiful. Is you, it? you don't see the pollution. You don't see the potholes. You know, you, you don't see a lot of stuff you'll see on the ground. It's, it's amazing. You missed out. I wouldn't say that I missed out. You would have enjoyed it. Thank you. You would have enjoyed it. I would have probably enjoyed it. But you missed it. out on enjoying it. Okay, so I missed out on an enjoyful moment. Yes, and I'm and be, after I did everything, I'm leaving the facility. They so, say, you know, if you book again today, you get a huge discount for like one fifty nine. I was like, oh, my cousin's like, yo, we doing it again. We I'm it in again. there. Seriously? Well, no, I mean, I was speaking. Or oh, my turn. Right. Well, I already knew the next part of your story. 
Oh yeah, I, I, I'm I'm so going back, man. Right. I, I, and I and I bought it, and I got an open date, so now I'm gonna try to get more people to go. Okay. So with this open date. All right. Well, I'm gonna just tell you that right now I have another fish frying, which is uh what I was showing you. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to wait until that it's situated, and then I will gladly. Well, how about this? How about mm-hmm. we do it in Mexico? I'm, I'm going to do it mine out here because I already bought it, but I'll do it again in Mexico. Well, I don't know cause, because, you know, I've always wanted to do... Everybody says Dubai is like well, the you best know, one. You know, I'm, uh, I like to travel. Mm. So I've always wanted to do the, you know, the parasailing. That's on my list too. I've always wanted to do that. So when I say that we could do that when we go out to Mexico, mm. I didn't really mean the... Skydiving. skydiving i was parasailing i was really visualizing the parasailing <laughs> you're yeah. back in a boat just dragging right? you like i've just i've won, i've always wanted to do that so That's maybe we can i'm down we can add that to one of the excursions to go parasailing i'm, I'm down that's that's i told you anything that involves some type of risk a little bit but like you still feel like there's a safety to it like bungee jumping i'm still iffy about that i'm not scared to do it is but I'm there just more safety like, in risk there's safety and risk because guess what? I went skydiving, but the safety that the most safe you can get to it is your parachute. Right. There's, there's an out. Okay. So bungee jumping, I'm down for. Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm just iffy about that bouncing back and forth. Right. I like to just, whatever it is, just get it done. You know, you go parasailing, the boat drags you. Bungee jumping have too many back and horror forth. stories. Yeah, it does. It's not so much the safety, <laughs> right? It's not so much the safety issues they have in play. It's mm. also what happens to your body when you bungee jump, and certain bodies are not able to sustain that whip that that sudden force. Uh, stop. Right. Yeah. And, there's been a lot of people who haven't recovered, never made it back from that one bungee they, jump. So bungee jumping is not something that is even like on my bucket list. Parasailing is. No, I would do bungee jump, but then again, with that, I would have to be like, you know what? Fine. But right. it's like, I, it's not something I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. It's more like, mm. if somebody says, Woody, I'm going bungee jumping. But now, I like the free fall. You remember the, the ride? Oh, in um, Six Flags? Yeah, I like yeah, the free uh, fall. You feel your heart drop? So I don't know if that's sort of like bungee jumping, but I do but like you're sitting that. Down. Bungee I do jumping, like you're going. That, I do like that sensation that, of like that when you your feel heart you feel just it. drops down. So I, like do, I do like the free fall. Free falling is amazing. Yes, man. I love that. Free is I love that feeling. Have you ever been there? weird? I like it. It's, it's like an adrenaline rush. It is, it's an adrenaline rush. It's like, yo. It's like your free fall. like, oh. You, know, you, you ever do that? Oh. That, that always happens. You're like, oh. Have you ever watched some of those uh, like viral videos? There's a ride. I'm not sure exactly where this ride is located. But I've seen a lot of viral videos of this ride. And it sort of have this free fall type of action. Because they always show the people <laughs> with hit. the two bars. Oh, yeah, and they're here. Yeah. And they're like, and like they've had this other guy that like he just fainted mid-fall uh. <laughs> and they have like people that throw up mid-fall and like uh, they had this one it was so funny where the woman i'm not sure if it was the woman or the man who just passed out in the middle and they were like oh i'm not sure if they yeah, had like a attack. seizure right oh man right so 
I do enjoy it's good. that it is, sensation. It, it does feel like, good. It's like you have no control of what your body does at that right. point. Like your heart is just start beating real fast, so you feel like it's it's just sucked out of you. And when you, you know when you when you're going up, you feel like oh, you feel like really light. Mm-hmm. When you go in, that's like yo, it's like you're trying to hold your heart up yeah. in your chest, but it's just like it's just pulling down. Yes, yes, oh, I know that feeling. feeling. I know that feeling, and I do happen to enjoy that feeling. One of the things I was planning to do next, also, is um, you ever heard like the NASCAR tracks? Right. And you get to do like 200 miles per hour and change. Mm. There's one in um, it's supposed to be Jersey or uh, PA. Pocono something 500 maybe okay I'm looking at that's gonna be the next one I'm looking into doing that doing, question I think get a couple laps in there is there a reason why you're checking off things on your bucket list at such a rapid rate I don't consider this like a bucket list bucket list oh no cause I thought that you said bucket list so that's what I, I said I said was um skydiving was on my, was on my bucket list but okay. I don't really consider this a bucket list again out of 2020 that just want that you just want to do yes things are, out of 2020s like you realize how things could just not be available right so it's like okay i got a good career now my daughter's getting older there's a lot of things i didn't really get to do like right. a lot of my friends like i have a 14 year old my friends are just jeff jeff's son is what two years old right so it's like when i had a child my friends are just you know Again, my child never really prevented me from doing anything, but it's more like, I don't know, it's just, it's just, you just, you just so focused on just being there and just at that point, you just getting your life together. It's like, you, you, you realize like, it's not that you missed out on much, but it's like, oh, I can do this now. Right. So it's like, I'm on a different level than my friends are now. Right. No. So it's like, all right. Again, 2020 let you realize there's a lot of things you always say I'm going to do, but then again, tomorrow's not promised. And also... These even if tomorrow is promised, some of these things may not be available to you anymore. Remember, we used to think we used to just get up and like, oh, let's go catch a movie. Now they get movie theaters, right? They get bowling alleys. So it's like you know what, do certain things. If it's available to you, you 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 able to do it, get on it. That's that's just how I view it. Look at skating rinks. Yo, remember back in the days? Right. Uh, skating rinks. What was it? Empire yes. up on um. Was it? I used to yeah. remember every time we went skating, I used to always make a mental note, don't wear black jeans. Why not? Because if you fall, or oh, the, the dirt <laughs> from the ring, evidence. you cannot get that off <laughs> of black pants. You cannot oh. get that dust off of you from black pants. I was not a faller. I did not fall. Well, I wasn't a faller either, but you will fall. Someone will bump you throughout your course of skating. Someone will hit you, bump you, and I was just always prepared. Because even ice skating, I'm I don't I'm not good at ice skating, but since I know how to rollerblade, it kind of like transitioned to ice skating a little bit. Never learned. You know, you know, you know. No. Would you rollerblader? I mean, no, no you're a skater, I'm not a, a rollerblader. Yes. Uh, skater. Okay, so my first attempt at rollerblading. Remember, there was like this moment when it was like a big thing. Oh, rollerblades. So my first attempt at putting rollerblades on, I remember I went to put the right skate on and I put the left skate on. It's hard to tell the difference sometimes. No. The problem was when I went to stand up, I twisted my right foot. So my ankle twisted. The opposite. My ankle twisted like that. So like the blades went in and my ankle twisted out and I said, I'm done with rollerblades. And that was my first time 
in, you know, trying to rollerblade and I twisted my ankle and I said, I gave up on it. I never went back to it. I like rollerblading more than roller skating because rollerblade allows you to go much faster. And, and I feel make like micro movements. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you can, you can cut in a tr- drop of a dime. Right. I noticed that. Yeah. And it gives you more control. Right. Yeah, but it is it is riskier, much riskier. Riskier than yeah. being on four skates, right? Yeah. All right. I want to ask you a question. Since I feel like you, you interviewed me. Let me ask you some questions. Well, no. You interviewed me. I wanted to ask you this question because you mentioned things that were like on your bucket list and, mm-hmm. you know, things that you want to accomplish. So to this point, mm-hmm. what do you feel has been one of the major things that you've checked off of things that you would like to, we're not going to call it bucket list, but things that you want to accomplish in your lifetime. In my life? It, it, this categories, man. Like, it's based on the category. There's levels to this. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> um, wow. It's hard to answer because it's, it's categories. If it's career-wise... If it's family wise, whatever it is, relationship wise, friends wise, it depends on the category. Right. So so far, just career wise, I was able to, you know, get into the union, and I was able to so- somewhat do pretty well so far. Okay. And I had some good guys in the shop. Is one guy um, I definitely um, do side jobs with. He's a pretty good mentor. Show me Whoa, a lot of things. Oh, do what? Where? We do side jobs with sometimes. Uh, we can't mention that. It's what? Residential. <laughs> Take that division. But um, yeah. Um, but as far as this, well, that's a good question because that's really hard to answer. Right. It's really really hard to answer. But I agree when you said that because I didn't really think about it when I proposed the question. But now that you said it, it is there are levels to this shit. Yeah, what about you? Ask yourself that question. Like, I mean, well, my most recent accomplishment is getting my sunroom together. It's slowly converting. Not your S O N, your S U N. S U N room. And it's slowly turning into a greenhouse. I see it. You got the plants out. Yo, it's dope. Remember, I came in last time. I told you. I was like, yo, this is nice. Oh, <laughs> you haven't seen all my new acquisitions, though. <laughs> because you came straight here. Yeah. By the way, you like you didn't even come and walk around and see the different things. You like just wanted to come straight down and start working. No, first of all. All work and no, no play why? makes Woody dull. No, you know what happened? As soon as I walked in, somebody said, Woody, can you put up this light? Somebody try to put me to work. But I appreciate the fact that you were going to do it for me. So I, I pretended I, I was going <laughs> to. No, he nah, did not, people. He asked for tools and all of that. <laughs> so I do appreciate the fact that I asked him to do something for me. And I can do it myself, but. That's what I was going to say. This is the catch. <sighs> Erica is also an electrician, as you should know. <laughs> and, so I I, and, and guess what? Her man is an electrician. <laughs> So I walk into their house. The first thing I do is, yo, can you put up this light? I'm like, what have you guys been doing? That was kind of crazy, right? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, that an electrician crazy. asks another electrician to put up a light. Whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> and right? you were home all day. <laughs> uh, you saved that sexist comic for <laughs> somewhere else. I said it to both of you guys. How you mean I'm home all day? 
both of y'all home so, all day. Because I'm home all day, are you assuming I'm not doing anything? I'm like watching soap operas. Or First of all, you and Warren were home. Right. Both of you guys are well capable of putting up a light fixture because you guys are both electricians. Right. But so, if I on. asked you to do it and you said yes and I said I appreciate the No, fact. no, no, no. Hold on, E. Hold on. I questioned why I had to do it. There's a difference. It's like... <laughs> you it's, don't notice I'm trying to like brush that into the rug. <laughs> I question like, why am I being asked to put this up if you are capable of doing it? Right. But it's it's whatever, man. We all enjoy what we do. So it's, it's not because it's rigged. Everything is correct and legit. <laughs> Look at the switch leg right there. You see that coil right there? And you didn't tell me. You said you y'all got the switch leg. coming out that box right there? That's uh. your switch leg. You just had to box that out. And attach your fixture to it. I will do it. It will get done. No, I know you would do it for me. But and I'm going to get a better fixture. I, I don't like the one she got. You don't like my get little that, Get that two by four. Uh, oh, no, he is not going <laughs> to put that big I'm going to put a commercial light inside this room. He is not negative. Oh, ne- I could get like a nice lamp or something. Not a lamp, a nice fixture from like probably like another job that just gives it away. <laughs> I'm going to hook you up. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. So question right yeah so that you since let's go to you moving in right right and what was the most nerve-wracking thing about buying a home you know like as far as like saying am i doing this right or i need to seek guidance on this it, it, you know is this like going to go the way i want what can go wrong the, what am i scared of what am i excited about the i wouldn't say hardest but the most stressful part is when you're when you're going through underwriting explain to people what that is that's sort of like uh that's when your lender are crossing all their t's and dotting all their i's and checking all the punctuation marks and grammar on you so basically the bank is investigating you or Yolinda is ensuring that you are who you are, mm. that the assets that you are presenting to them are legitimate assets. Mm. You have to show a paper trail of where these assets came from and how did you attain these assets. Legal ways. Right. So in other words, if you're trying to like uh, launder money or... <laughs> You're probably better off just going to buy your house straight cash. Mm. But uh, they're verifying your, 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 all the credentials that you presented. They're verifying it. And then um, every so often you have to keep giving them updated pay stubs. How often? I believe it's like every 30 days. If you're still so, in underwriting, so. you have to refresh the about four checks or so if weekly right even the day of the closing i had to bring a pay stub because they make sure everything's consistent because they want to ensure that everything is consistent any discrepancy i had on my bank statements i believe i had to give them three or four bank statements so anything that they felt was a discrepancy they wanted an explanation wow so um they wanted to know why i transferred money from this account to that account 
and it was a very tedious process. So I'm going to say that out the whole process, underwriting is the most stressful. Because you, you just, like I said, you got to explain yourself. Right. So basically you have to just tote a straight line until things get done. Right. So if I give one piece of advice to anyone out here looking to buy a home, mm-hmm. make sure that the three months mm-hmm. of bank statements you're going to present to them, make sure you dotted all your I's, crossed all all your T's, mm. you don't have any money moving around and they can't explain why do you have this $50,000 deposited here or why did you transfer $3,500 here? Because, for example, if you have that large mm. amount of money deposited in your account, they want to know where did you get this money in? Mm. Um, I believe if it's any amount over $10,000, you have to make an explanation. Yeah. So um, you have to be very cautious how you're spending your money. You also um, cannot be making any major purchases. You can't apply for any credit. That's another thing that a lot of people mm-hmm. make a mistake on when they're in underwriting. They get so excited because they know that they're one step closer to buying the home and they'll go to... Uh, a home improvement store and apply for credit or they'll go oh, to a furniture God. store. Don't, uh, yeah, I didn't want to say they, this. They, they prepping. <laughs> right, and they'll go to a furniture store and apply for credit just to have the card ready for when oh, they, they sign. But what they don't know is that the day of closing, they up. run your credit uh, one more time. Why? I thought we were good for it. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was good as well, but I kind of already knew, you know, because I guess also doing research and, you know, my sister telling me and my mom and my dad telling me, like, don't do this, don't do that. Mm. So I kind of already had, like, a network of people telling me about, like, what to walk this straight line. Mm. But there's been people that the day of closing, they can't close because they went to this major store and opened up a card for $10,000. And now they're like, your debt to income ratio is too high. It just went up. It just went up. It just went up. You can't afford this house. What? Just give me this money. So I'm if I give one piece of advice, if Be you're careful. into buying a home, as I said, those three months on your bank statement, mm-hmm. make sure that it is, it's only like your direct deposit from your job. Like, if you can refrain from even, even like, ordering food every day because they're going to say, like, you're spending your money in these weird patterns. Like, why do you keep... Not that they're going to really question why do you order food so much, but they want to see that you can that you can frivolous budget spending, your money. Yeah. Right, that's frivolous spending. So they mm. want to ensure that you can budget your money because they're putting a big risk lending you money. Because they want their mortgage payment. Right, so they... So if they see that, for example, before you even purchase the home, I'm just throwing these numbers out. Before you even purchase the home, let's say that you get like $8,000 a month income, but you're spending $5,000 just, uh, you know, food service, delivery, (laughs) uh, cab service here, that. And they're like, wait a minute, this person is just spending, spending. They're not, they don't know how to budget their money. So how can we trust them and lend them money when look how they spend they're not gonna be 
they're not gonna be late on their mortgage. And if, like you said, eight thousand you're spending five, but yeah, your mortgage might be four. If you're in underwriting, don't go apply Crazy. for that car. Wait. I was just about to. You know, wait. I need a new car. Yeah. That, wait. Leave that alone. Wait. Just don't no, do anything. That's good to know because I'm in the process of like I've been saving up also. Right. I've also you know I want I want to step my game up also. Right. And I'm like. But you're a responsible person, I would say, regardless. Yeah, lately I have. I have. I had to step my game up, you know. So I had to realize at a certain point. You know what's crazy is when you get to a certain point in life, you realize how important certain advice would have been when you were younger. And how you would have been there already. You would have been there already. And I tell my advice to everybody, learn to invest properly and learn to save accordingly. Right. And be consistent. Don't fall for you could save. I've learned when I started my apprenticeship, I took a, a a huge pay cut, and I realized I ended up saving more money, making less. Right. With still the same responsibilities, and even some even went up than when I was making more. Right. Because when it was coming in, I'm like, ah, it's coming back next week. Spend it. But now I'm like, right, I got to budget myself. And I realized when I really had to get real tight on my budget, I'm like, oh, I could really live without a lot of this. Right, you realize that you were just spending the money just because it was available. Yep, and and what I do is I advise. I even told my little cousin this: create a different bank account where it comes directly out of your check. Save like that. Don't deposit your own money into a savings account. Don't have it into the same account, the same bank where you have. For example, if you bank with Bank A, you have a check and a saving with Bank A, and you transfer money into your savings. I don't advise that. Some people say they are disciplined. They can do it. But I say have a random bank where you have automatic direct deposit to that random bank. And don't, I would say don't do a percentage. I said do a set amount. So that way you can keep mentally a mental note what I have in a call the bank or anything. How we do with Electra. Right. I have Electra automatically taking a set amount out. Doesn't matter what my check is. I do. This I amount. Do as well. And I remember one time I didn't go to work. <laughs> this is a funny joke. I didn't go to work because I took my vacation like kind of weird. So I already got paid for my vacation. So I kind of, during my vacation, I was like, you know, I'm going to go in. I'm going to work a little bit anyway. And you know how our days start like on Thursdays. So I end up working, but I work a Thursday and a Friday. So Electra took his money. Guess how much my check was? Uh, how much? Just take a wild guess. Because uh, I had a set amount. $300. My check was $16.60. Are <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I have a set amount. So would you say that that's the downfall to having a set no. amount? No, because you know what it is? Because that set amount makes sure I get to my goal. If I Let's say you want to save $20,000 for the year. You realize if I save X amount a week, that set amount will give me 20000 But if you do a percentage, let's say you miss a few days here or this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? Or you left early for work. It throws the amount off. I have a set amount. So, you know what I'm saying? The percentage throws the same amount off, so you might actually miss your goal. I had a contractor. I, I went into well, my second year mm. as an apprentice. Should we name the contractor? Maybe they don't want to be named, but just say a shop. Yeah, one of the shops. One of the shops. We call them shops in Local 3. People call them companies, contractors. We just call them shops. Um. So, I wanted to, same reason, I wanted to set them out because I wanted to know how much because you know as you said during your apprenticeship you have to budget the money so mm -hmm. one week you might you might work overtime so you might have like 
10 hours of overtime and you're banking on those 10 hours of overtime but then if you have it set at a percentage here they go swiping they it. it away so <laughs> i also went in, and i remember that when you know i feel you know how you go to the new shop and mm-hmm. i feel that the paperwork and want? i put that and the lady called me and she was like oh erica um you put a set amount but you have to give me a percentage and i was like no I want set a set amount. amount. And she was like, oh, we don't do set amounts. I said, well, I do. And she was like, oh, but um, we only do. Per-. I said, okay, well, that's quite understand. I was like, well, let me just call the hall and find out how I can get this rectified. And she it's was sick. like. You can do a set amount. Right. And then she was like, oh, okay, well, um, I've never done it this way before, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Yeah, okay, well, that's what today. you're going to learn <laughs> you're today. You're going to learn today. So. I'm not sure if it was just easier for them to just do percentage wise. But as you said, as an apprentice, my money was funny. So Mm -hmm. I had to budget my money accordingly. And I had to know how much money was being taken out. Exactly. And like you said, let's just say you you were mindful of that. I still have. I'm uh, I'm a journey person, but I still have a set amount. (laughs) Yo, it is the best thing you could ever have. I I I, I, I I just just add mine up. I add mine up to an additional $25. Okay. Now, credit union is set amount, but my full one, I have it on percentage. No, full one is percentage for me, for sure. Yeah, my full one is percentage. Yeah, my full one, I got it because I'm an apprentice and I got it at 10%. Most guys like, the minute you turn A, man, 20% that joint. I have it at 15. 15? One guy said he already maxed out a friend six months on the job. Nice. He's like, yo, man, we was working crazy, crazy. And it's awesome because you don't even realize, you don't realize that uh, the money's being taken. That's what I like about it. So it's like, based on what I already saved, I'm getting this check. So basically, this is my check. Not what I make. This is my check. And I I like it like that because I already have a goal where I'm like, okay, by the end of the year, I want to have this amount. So at least I know, okay, if I save up for five, let's say I save up 15K a year, 12K a year. At least I know five years, if I stay consistent without going up, automatically 60K. Or if I know, you know what, each, let's just say every six months or every time, nothing I do. Every time I get a raise, I calculate it, throw it right in there. Right. So I'm, if I can live off this now, the raise shouldn't affect me. I throw it right in there. Because right. you never know, number one, when you're going to need the fund. And the thing about the credit union that we have the funds is yours. You can just go up and be like, yo, give me a check. They'll give you a check, like, literally. What do you want to ask me where I went today? Hey, Siri, where did... Nah. <laughs> Where'd you go today? I went to Electra. The credit union we're talking about. <laughs> yo, they are so old I school. I love it. They, yo, Electra, how can I help it you? Yo, of mold in there. You ever call when that guy picks up? Electra. I like to check my balance. Social. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> but Social. it's not just him. It's, it's everyone. Like, <laughs> they all sound like that. Even the young girl that I works like there. Like robots. But yo, to, to be honest with you, I've saved the most money. Right. Dealing with them because I, I don't see the, it come out I of my check. Credit union. And they give you a loan addition to what you have, an additional six thousand dollars. Right. At a low interest rate. We won't mention yeah. all the perks of our union, but. They do offer you a low interest rate and the money comes right out of your paycheck. So yeah. you don't even realize that either. So it's like win-win. Yeah, man. So I definitely, I definitely, something I definitely enjoy and I'm going to keep, I'm keep doing it. But I definitely advise people to just put money aside because based on what happened, again, 2020 teaches a lot of things. And one of the things is you have to be prepared for a lot of 
for so many different things. You want to invest properly. You want to save. And you just want to be able not to be in a bad position where something like this happens and you rely on, on the government to help you. And let's say an opportunity comes up. So somebody say, hey, E, you know, you get this house. You know, all you have to do is give me 50000 but you're scrambling for 50000 now. It's like, oh, right. opportunity comes. I have the money. I'm able to do it. So you want to not limit yourself to things that can come up. And, you know, the fun is always going to come. You know, you take, again, enjoy life. Take vacation. Do certain things. But always prepare. Tomorrow's not promised. But when it does come, you don't want to be you don't want to be ill-prepared. Right. Proper, what is it? Proper, Proper preparation <laughs> prevents poor performance. There you go. The five Ps. I heard that actually from Derrick Rose. Really? Yeah, he's like, you know, I, I focus on the five Ps. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Right. I, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so I like that. <laughs> it the is five good. Five Ps. I like it. Uh, my boy said something similar to that. He goes, preparation prevents poor performance. Is it? No, no. My, my boy said something. I forgot what he said. I would call him <laughs> put him on the air live. <laughs> so, Woody, uh, guess what? Yeah. Guess what happened today in 1969? Oh, listen, we've been away for so long, we forgot to introduce this, you know. This is easy, you know, little baby here, where history happens, and sometimes we don't know about it, sometimes we do. I love history. But you're gonna, she's going to give us a friendly reminder of what naturally we don't really think about. So, I'm going to ask you a question, E. Yes. What happened today (laughs) in history? In history today, the construction of Walt Disney World, the one located in Florida, began. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Disney? Yes, I've been once for my daughter's fifth birthday. I've never been to Disney, Woody. It is a must. Everyone around me has been to Disney. I haven't been, my children have been to Disney, my parents, my siblings. I have not been to Disney. But you definitely have to go. Like, I believe, like, first of all, it is clean. It is well-ran, well-organized. Right. And it's just, as an adult, you enjoy it. Like, you literally enjoy it. He is up and running. And you previously been to Disney. What do you think are going to be some of the measures that should be taken to avoid the congestion? Because I've never been to Disney, but one of the things that I've always heard about Disney are all the long lines and the crowd, uh, the crowded conditions at Disney. Well, the time I've been to Disney, honestly, like there weren't really long lines because Disney honestly is so well ran. Okay. It's like, I was fascinated by stroller parking. Like, when we had, like, the strollers, you bring your own food, like, this big stroller thing. We had, like, two of them. Right. Because, like, it was, like, four kids we had with us. Okay. Like, little cousins and maybe five. So, you know, we brought in food, you know, because, you know, you're going to be spending a lot of money with five kids and, you know, two adults, you're spending a lot of money. Right. And and you're literally in the park all day. If you get there by 10 a.m., 11 a.m., you're not leaving. I think Disney closes about, I think, 8 from what I remember. I'm not sure. Okay. They do fireworks. You literally could be spending a good, good 10 to 12 hours in Disney. Is it tiring? No. No? Because. You want to do more? 
you just want to try everything. And it is so huge. It is called the world for a reason. Really? And I'm telling you, E, you like to travel. This place is in the U.S. You got to give it a shot. And you could even make this like a three-day thing. You can make this like a three-day trip where it doesn't have to be anything major. I don't know if I want to make an effort to go to Disney. <laughs> wow, why not? I mean... It's so simple. Yeah, but I don't think I want to like go out of my way and say, like, I want to go to Disney. I mean, I don't. Disney's not just roller coasters. You have, like... I mean, I kind of also have a problem with seeing, like adults going to Disney without children. So that could be my thing also. Mm, it happens a lot. I'm telling you, it's not just a child place. I mean, I just feel like... It's a Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Like For children. Give it a shot. I recommend it. Speaking of people, I've been there. Adults have... I'm t- I actually want to go back because I feel like when I went with the kids, I didn't really get to enjoy it. And the things that I did, I'm like, wow, this is lit. So you would go back again without the children? Yeah. Well, my daughter's older now. Screams so pedophile to me, but okay. It's not a child's... It's not really a... But kids only. Right. Couples gone to Disney World on their on honeymoons. Shot if I'm ever in that area. Because they also have one in California, correct? That's Disneyland. And it's what's the difference Disney. between the two? It's not as big. Disney World has like a safari. It has like a wild water kingdom, I okay. think. It's just like, it's just huge. You have like, and not too far from it, you have Universal Studios, you have Hollywood, whatever. They actually put in, I'm telling you, it's one of those things where no matter how much I explain I it to you. I wish you can see how witty eyes <laughs> are lighting up. I'm telling you, like, no matter how much I explain it to you, it's like, you just have to do it. Okay. So you know? it is magical then. Yeah, so... Did you want to come out looking like Peter Pan or dressing like um, a I'm Disney not, character? Have you ever? I'm thought? not into that. Oh, I mean, I want to see how far into it you are. Like, uh, what's that I called? Take the the Comic Con. Yeah, I'm telling you, just go. That's it. Like, just do it. End the story. End the story. Just do it just and get do over it. it. And when you do it, just come back to everybody how it was, and you're gonna be like, "Yo, I miss just Disney World." All right, so I'll consider it. How about that? Definitely. So we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap up and um it's been pretty good going back. I think the new setting kinda fixes one of the things we're trying to tweak as far as like audio. Right. Um hopefully next time we know how to like get everything going much faster. Right. We do appreciate your patience with us. <laughs> yeah, man. It's 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 a new experience, something we like and we always tell everybody if it's something you enjoy, just go out and do it, no matter if for fame, for money. And we enjoy podcasting. And if you enjoy doing it, it's not work. Exactly. Get paid for it, though. <laughs> so, Woody. Oh, we forgot one thing. What's that? Shout out to Vashon, our sponsor. We actually have a new website. Oh, yes. Our domain. Yes. He's the brains behind the operation, everybody. Yes. I'm just the talker. Yes. Tell them. So, do you want to speak about Vashon first, or do you want to mention our new website? Um... We could do our website first. And okay. We can, you know, just so our new our website is somethinginterestingradio.com. You can go there, listen to our prior episodes, mm-hmm. current episodes, and we're going to open up the page so you guys can start sending us suggestions or topics 
that you would like to hear. And definitely help us out. Again, we are new podcasters. We just trying to we just trying to, you know, entertain and inform and just do it for fun. And we also you can find us on Instagram at something dot radio. Right. On Instagram. And uh, we're going to try to update as, as much as possible. And also, I also wanted to mention that they can send us a uh, email on the contact form on the website if they also want to come to our podcast. Yes, we, we, we welcome anybody and everybody. If you do something interesting, how about that? If you do something interesting, when well, I say do something interesting, how should I should we limit that work do by do I'm gonna say it doesn't have to be do career. perform yeah it doesn't it could just be you know you if possess knowledge ex- exactly so whether it doesn't just have to be work related it could be something that you do like I, I like I'm a volunteer head I like volunteering at places so I volunteer at animal shelters volunteer at the library volunteer you know with people so I like to talk about volunteering so if it's something that you enjoy just put you know what I do there. want? I if there's anyone out there who's a credit counselor, oh yes, I that's definitely want to hold a future episode on credit counseling and the importance of credit because I feel that uh, the children in high school. I feel that that should be a subject in high school Yo. where teach where children are taught financial health. That's true. Because if children are taught financial health from the time they are in high school, they have a better chance at making better decisions so that whenever it's time for them to make a major decision in their life, they're in the right they're on the right path because they have been working towards this goal from high school. Some parents started way before high school, but at yep. least if it's implemented in high school, school and system. it's a subject, at least you know that from high school, this is something that children are going to be uh, aware of and possess. Yeah, that's a great idea, to be honest with you, man. Instead of giving kids like subjects they're never going to use. So do you want to give them our email? Uh, yes. Um, something interesting radio at gmail.com. Actually, we have new email addresses. Addresses, so I, I didn't get it wrong. So I'm Erica E R I K K A at something interesting radio dot com. Woody hasn't given me his name, so <laughs> I didn't even know we were doing this. Yo, this is this. So is, I'm kind of throwing this at him right now. You should this, see how he's yo, looking at me, like I thought. He's like, is she winging it? Like, what is she talking about? No, because I'm like, okay, this shorty has mine made up. I think he's no, going to do the I same thing, like Woody because, at, you know No, I mean? because I I wanted to do Woody, but I didn't want to assume that you wanted me to just... So, I, I'm kind of like putting you on the spot right yeah, now I'll, and I'll asking go with you it, to man, give me what do you... what? Just go email. by my name. at Whatever you just did, just do the same thing without name. Okay, so... um. Give me by Monday and I'll have everything up and running. So uh, Woody's email is going to be, you want to spell it out, Woody? That's going to be Woody, W-O-O-D-Y. As in Woody from Toy Story, as in Woody Allen, as in Woody Harrison, as in Woody Aladdin. As in Woody Woodpecker. As in, what's another Woody, famous Woody? 
I don't know any of the famous ones. I do. Who? Hey. What? Pause. <laughs> what? <laughs> Major pause, bro. <laughs> At something radio. At something radio? I mean, <laughs> yeah, she got me. <laughs> Yo, my fault, man. You killed me right now, bro. You killed me. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let me just uh, give oh, you, man, since he I'm can't hungry. get his email address I'm so out, I'm hungry right now. I'm gonna give it. So it's Woody at somethinginteresting.radio. But currently, if you go to the website and you hit the contact form, uh, we will get those emails. So once again, if you are a financial counselor or a credit counselor, or you work with credit repair, mm-hmm. or you are some type of financial advisor we would love to hear from you we would love for you to come and give our audience some uh credit counseling some credit some advice guidance advice and if and fixing your credit is not as hard as they, they try to really make it seem right so again you could either hit myself or erica up or you could email the general email which is something interesting radio at gmail.com you know, so if you email one of us, we didn't get back to you as soon as you like your email, either one or just a general email, and that should work. Right. All right. So, and oh, we got to do, you know, the words. What word should we pick? Rhyme time, baby. Rhyme time. Rhyme time. Wow. Wow. Ladies first. Knob. Cobb. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this nope. That's uh, it. Nope, bro. No, listen. No. Um. No. Listen. You cutting me off. You didn't give me just a think. You were staring at me. Can we do this again? (laughs) Woody lost. All right, fine. I lost. There's one more. One more. One more. One more word. All right. Yeah, you pick again. Okay. How about you pick it? All right. Um. Run. Sun. Bun. Hun. Ton. Jun. What? Fun. Oh, excuse. Fun. Bun. I said bun. With a T at the end. What? What? B-U-N-D-T. That's bun. What? Yo, you wildin', bro. (laughs) (laughs) You wildin'. Okay, so, okay, I gave you that one. Best out of three, since so it's the two of us. All right. This is the final countdown. All right. Uh, you get the pictures, you know. Wire. Tire. Squire. Fire. Hire. Liar. Meyer. Sire. Desire. What? <laughs> Crier. Dryer. Flyer. Plier. Strider. <laughs> I don't know. What, what strider? I was gonna say. Okay, so I'm gonna just go with I won as usual. All right, listen. Ding 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 ding. All right, Woody. So at this time, um, I do want to also mention that Vashion Biz is still our domain, but we currently have a new website. So the new website is houseofvashion.com. Yes. So that's H O U S E of O F Vashion V A S H U N dot com. I mean, I got fashion gear, shirts, um, this hat I'm wearing, 
And if uh, you know sweaters, Fashion. hoodies, everything, it's not good material lasts. And um, just show some love, man. Just, yeah, just so show some love, and just small purchases add up to big moves. Thank you so much, Woody. You're welcome. So, I want to thank our listeners for joining us today, for listening to Something Interesting Radio, and you're always going to learn something interesting. That's one of the things that we take pride in, is that when you listen to us, you will learn something. And hopefully it's interesting. And until next time, we'll see you guys. Take care.